welcome to Finish Well Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing your home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Podcast. I am so excited that you're with me today, and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. I'm so excited because it's such a um, fun podcast to talk about, and this is episode 198, Seven Festive Fun Thanksgiving Traditions to Cultivate Gratitude. Yes, I know that is a mouthful, but basically, I want to share with you seven ways that you can cultivate gratitude in your children, in yourself, in your spouse, in your extended family on Thanksgiving Day. So all of these things can be done on Thanksgiving Day, and some can be done the whole month too, but they definitely can be done on Thanksgiving Day. So one of the things I love about Thanksgiving is it's all about giving thanks to God. That's the whole purpose of the day. And so many people, you know, who don't know Jesus, they might say, well, Thanksgiving is a day to be thankful. And I always say in my mind, thankful to who? We know we're talking about God, being thankful to God. And one of the greatest things about being thankful to God is it really ushers us into his presence. It helps to fix our eyes on him. It talks about when we worship to enter his course with Thanksgiving. And so Thanksgiving, of course, is one holiday a year. But when we cultivate thankfulness, gratitude on Thanksgiving Day, or even for the whole month of November, it eventually spreads to the rest of our lives, to the rest of the year. And that is the purpose of these things. They are really fun traditions for Thanksgiving, but they also have a purpose because God is good. His goodness is everywhere. But you know what? So often we focus on what we don't have rather than our blessings. We see where God has not given us things we want rather than seeing all the good things he has given us. So like I said, these traditions are very easy and they're really fun. Kids love them. Teens love them. Adults love them. But they truly cultivate the character trait of gratitude. So the first one is a praise breakfast. Now, when my daughter and son-in-law first got married, they hosted praise breakfast every Thanksgiving morning, and we would go over and the um, my daughter's in-laws would come over and several aunts and uncles, and we would gather together, and my son-in-law might play the guitar or we might just use music from online, and we he tried to use songs that we all knew, so we didn't need words. But um, if we needed words, you could just take out your phone and go online and look up the words. But it was really fun because we'd start with yummy breakfast food. And, you know, we would make our plate and we'd visit a little bit and um, maybe grab some coffee, some juice. And then we would share praise reports and we would worship. And so we might go around and all share things that we're really grateful for in the past year. And the focus was really on the Lord and what he had done. And I remember the year 
the year of COVID, my about three or four of us were really thankful for our governor because he had just done such a great job that year, and we were really grateful. But a lot of times it was things more close to home, maybe things that we'd been through and how the Lord had given us strength or he had provided support through other family members. It was really, really a blessing. And then, of course, we worshiped. We sang songs that were focused on thanking the Lord and, and honoring him. And that was just a really special morning. Now, here's the thing. The praise breakfast was very short. It was no longer than an hour. And so we came, we ate, we praised, and we went home. And that way we could, you know, get on to our Thanksgiving preparations. And so as that became a little too much, as my children um, had, my well, my grandchildren arrived one after the other, now we just gather a few of us at our house and we do our own, we do a very small praise breakfast. And again, we just eat and worship and um, share praise reports, thankful of what the Lord has done. Now, when I'm thinking about this, one of the things that I had my children read when they were young for American history was Plymouth Plantation by William Bradford. William Bradford ended up being the governor many, many years of Plymouth Plantation, which is the colony that the Pilgrims founded. And they had a Thanksgiving feast that it was basically almost a year after they had landed um, in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And, you know, they had a really rough first year. Many of them lost their spouses. They almost starved to death over the winter. It was cold. Many people got sick. Many died. And there was a lot to do. And yet God provided and God provided um, Squanto, who had another story of so much loss. But God ended up rescuing him, saving him, and bringing him back to his people. He had been kidnapped by um, fishermen from Europe. And when he came back to his people, they were all gone. And that's why the pilgrims found such a great place to stay. And, of course, there's Squanto, who knows the Lord, who knows English, and he also knows the ways of farming in North America, what we call New England today, that area. And he was able to help them to uh, plant corn seeds with little fish in with the corn seeds to fertilize the soil and um, really was a true friend. And so when they had their first big Thanksgiving feast, I am sure that they had to make a choice. They probably thought of loved ones they had lost, the children that had died, spouses that had died, friends. And yet they chose to have a big feast, invite the Native American tribe nearby, have lots of food, play games, and praise the Lord, sing hymns and praise the Lord. And that is really the first Thanksgiving in America, there was a thanks. Well, the first Thanksgiving, there was one also at Jamestown, but this is the one we know the best. And you think about that Thanksgiving feast and like us, they had to make a choice. Am I going to focus on what God has done or am I going to focus on 
my loss or things that I wanted God to do, but he didn't do. I'm sure some of them prayed that their loved ones would be healed, but God chose to not heal them. And so those are um, things to think about when you're talking about gratitude. Again, the focus isn't on what we don't have, but what we do have. And many times the deepest praise reports at our praise breakfast were from people who had a lot of loss the previous year. The next, um, this is a game, and you can actually play it around your table. You can play it um, after people are done eating or while people are eating dessert, and you just need a very small whiteboard and a dry erase marker. And then you need, everyone at the table needs a piece of notebook paper. So this works really well during dessert. And they pass around this small whiteboard, Everyone takes turns. So when it's my turn, I draw a picture of something I'm grateful for. And then the whiteboard goes around the table. And as it goes to each person, they write down on their notebook paper and keep it hidden what they think it is. So say Mike writes down, my husband writes down his answer. My daughter, Juliana, writes down his answer. My son-in-law, Diego, writes down his answer and on around the table. Then it's Diego's turn and he draws something that he's thankful for. And it's passed around the table and everyone has a chance to look at it and write down what they think it is. And then, of course, we go back and each person shares what it was. And so you figure out how many you got right and how many you got wrong. And the one who gets the most right is the winner. So this is really fun, especially if you have some non-artists in the family, because then everyone's thinking, what on earth is this thing? Okay, something to be thankful for. It looks like a submarine, but I don't think that's what it is, and they try to figure it out. So this um, game has a lot of laughs and um, people saying, oh, that's what it was. But the idea is it does let people share what they're thankful for, at least one thing, and it, it, it brings that to the surface. So another thing that brings things to the service is a thankful tree. Now, you can do this on Thanksgiving Day with everyone who's at your table for dinner, or you can do it the whole month of November. And what you need is a poster board, markers, and three kinds of construction paper, brown, orange, yellow, four kinds, brown, orange, yellow, and red. So what you do is you cut out the the stem or tree trunk of a tree and then the branches and you make it so that you know that it can fill the branches can really fill up most of the poster board so you have some low-lying branches some high and they of course branch off to other things then you make orange yellow and red leaves so there you have the fall festive leaves and they are able to be glued onto the tree so then what you do is if you're doing it over the month each morning when you might have a morning time basket you might just have a a morning time routine or you may have devotions in the morning you pass the leaves one to each child and you say write down something that you're thankful for they write down something that they're thankful for and then they glue their leaf to the tree now 
that so as the month goes by suddenly the tree is bountifully full of these leaves but the leaves all say something that they're thankful for so it's really fun to see all the different things people are thankful for now you can also do this at christmas at you can also do this at Thanksgiving Day. And then what you do is you prepare the poster board and the, the tree trunk and leaves, branches, not the leaves, the branches throughout. And then you pass out maybe three leaves to every guest and family member, and they write down something on each leaf that they're thankful for. And then you let everyone glue their leaf onto the construction paper. So what that does is that everyone is curious. You know, they know what I'm thankful for. They know, okay, I know what I'm thankful for, but what is everyone else thankful for? So there's a lot of looking at the tree, a lot of reading what people are thankful for, and then sometimes guessing, you know, Luciana, did you write this down? No, I didn't. Oh, it was me. It was Jenny Rose. So that's really fun to do. And again, it just cultivates this focus on thankfulness. It cultivates this focus on things that maybe we normally take for granted. And sometimes when I read what other people are thankful for, I realize, oh, wow, God's done that for me too. And I just quietly thank him under my breath. Thank you, Lord, so much. You have been so good to me. So it is a fun activity, but it also has fruit. The next thing that we like to do at Thanksgiving is we like to make place cards because there are so many people and it's really hard if everyone's trying to get a seat. And then as a mom, I want to be able to have a seat where I can get in and out of the kitchen and maybe my strongest helpers. I want them to have seats where they can get in and out of the kitchen. So what we like to do is we like to make these little place cards and we set the place cards around on the plate. Or if, if we get really creative, they're made of cardstock and they're folded and they sit right by the plate. So either way, it's a really fun thing to do. And, um, so blessing place cards, we call them blessing place cards. This activity is when you make the place cards, you write down things that you're thankful for, the name on the place card. So if I'm making a place card for Angelo, then I say on Angelo's place card, I love your politeness, your good manners, and your kindness. It's And that's, I just say, polite good manners, kindness, and I write that. But then, since we're making these as a family ahead of time, then other people in my family also write down things. And maybe my daughter says, I love that Angelo is so funny, and he always has a joke to tell. So then there's a postcard for Mike, my husband. And so my kids, he doesn't write on it, but my kids all write on it. I write on it the things that we're thankful for and integrity and love and service. We write those things down. Now, this is really fun because it is 
really fun for the person who sits down to see all the things that people love about them. And they see the different handwriting and they say, wow, the people in whose home I'm having Thanksgiving dinner really love me, really care about me, really appreciate me. And I think that people need encouragement more than you know. I have learned that being a pastor's wife, being a parent, that people you think know, well, of course they know how much I love them. Of course they know I think they're wonderful. But you know what? We get so busy with the doings of life that we forget to tell people, hey, I am so thankful for the way that you make dinner every Sunday night, Juliana. It is such a blessing to me because I know that I can completely relax on Sunday, not worry what we're going to eat. And that is something I just want you to know I'm thankful for that. Or to my husband, thank you so much for mowing the lawn every week. Our lawn looks great. And it's because you really invest in that. I never tell him stuff like that. You know, I just forget. And so I am working hard to remember to express gratitude to people. And maybe you're working on that too. But blessing place cards are such a great way to... Um, let people know. The other thing that we do besides making place cards is um, we also will make scriptures. So we have the place card with the name and all the blessings, but then we have a scripture and we all write down a scripture. Um, we come up with scriptures for Thanksgiving. There's quite a few. And Sometimes, like this year, my freebie is these place cards and scriptures that we've actually made on the computer. And um, there's different scriptures. I think there's 12 scripture cards and 12 different place cards. And they're so nice because you can have all the same place cards or you can have all different. And you just write the name of the person. And then on the back, you can write um the different things that you appreciate but with the scriptures when you pass out the scriptures one on each plate then before you have the blessing you can have each person read their scripture and that is really fun too because it again reminds people this is about God this is about thanking God that's what this day is about thank you for the harvest that's what the pilgrims were saying but we say thank you for your provision every week every month every year you have been good to us thank you for a family thank you for our friends so this again it just puts the focus back on the reason for the season of thanksgiving another thing that we like to do is play a game called pass the praise so what you need is a basket. I like to use candy corn because I love candy corn. It's so festive. But you can use buttons. You can use dry kernels of corn. You could use popcorn pieces. And what you do is you pass the bucket, the basket, and you say, take 
up to five pieces of corn or candy corn or buttons. Take up to five. And then you pass it all the way around. Everyone takes it. Now you pass the basket again. And they have to put everything back in. But they have to say something they're thankful to the Lord for. So that's why we call it pass the praise. So then when it comes to me, I might have taken five. And so I put it back. I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my children. I'm thankful for my grandchildren. I'm thankful for being able to have this podcast and talk to people. I'm thankful for being able to write. I love to write and create curriculum. So I might thank God for all those different things. I might thank God for my freedom. I might thank God for safety. I might thank God for a wonderful vacation this past year. But whatever I do, I'm just thanking God for these things and putting what I took out back in. So that is a really fun thing to do. We do, we do that sometimes. Another thing that we do is just before my praise, we all just go around and share one thing that we're thankful for. So that would always be right before the blessing. Now, the next thing that this is more of a dessert thing to do or after dinner while you're kind of waiting around for dessert is called an old-fashioned hymn sing. And for those of you who don't know what that is, there's um, if you grew up in an old-fashioned denomination, they had these sometimes on Sunday nights. It would just be an old-fashioned hymn sing, and someone would be up at the piano, and they'd say, okay, what do you want to sing? And people could raise their hand, and they would say the name of the hymn, And then the piano player or the organ player would play the hymn and everyone would sing. And this just went on for an hour or two where you would just sing favorite hymn after favorite hymn. So this could be directed like you could pick out some Thanksgiving hymns like we gather together Um Or you could use newer songs, worship songs like Give Thanks by Don Moen from the 90s. So whatever you choose to do, you could play an instrument if someone plays the piano or someone plays the guitar. Or you could let people pick songs. You can also do this with online music. So say, it's my turn, and I say, I want to sing We Gather Together. And then Juliana, who's in charge of the online music, she searches and she finds this, the, the hymn and then she plays it and we all sing along with it. So, but it's really fun to sing. There's a way that singing expresses thanks to God that other things don't express. And that's why I think so much in the Psalms, which are so much about worship and praise, that the Lord just says to us, sing a new song. Sing to the Lord, lift up your voice, make a lovely noise. That's for those of us who don't sing well. We can still make a lovely noise. But there's an emotion that singing expresses that talking just doesn't. So when we sing to the Lord, we sing these worship songs, we sing these hymns, it's such a great way to express our thankfulness to God. So the last um, grateful tradition that you could start in your home is a thankful poster. And it's very similar to the thankful tree, except with this poster board, you can do it like what I usually do with it 
is I say, I am thankful for dot, dot, dot. And then I make a ton of lines. I usually make three columns with lines. And then people can just put down what they're thankful for. I like to use bright colors because I like the poster when it's done to be all bright and cheery. You could also use autumn colors like orange and red. People could do everything in orange and red and maybe green or brown. So a thankful poster doesn't involve gluing in case the thankful tree you thought, oh, I don't want to cut out all those leaves or I don't want to glue. This is, this is similar, but and then you hang the poster up on the wall and then people can read it and make the thankful tree, make the thankful poster, whichever one you choose to do, make it available for people to see. Don't just tuck it away, but put it out where people can see it. Even if you just kind of lean it against the wall, because the purpose of it is to stir up more thanks, not only by writing down what you're thankful for, but by reading what others have written. So there you have it. I have given you seven festive and fun Thanksgiving traditions. I'm not encouraging you to do all seven. I think if you just want to try one, that would be great. Maybe you could try a different one next year, one this year, one next year, one the next year, or maybe you might want to do two. But remember, when you're wanting to cultivate gratitude, the character of gratitude, family traditions are such a great way to cultivate character. So you could do a praise breakfast. You could play the gratitude guessing game. You could have a thankful tree. You could make blessing place cards and scriptures. You could pass the praise. Or you could do an old-fashioned hymn scene, and you can do a thankful poster. All of these traditions are great ways to cultivate thankfulness and to turn our focus back to the Lord, who is the giver of all good gifts. Our God is the Father of lights, and he loves to bless us, and he pours out his goodness on the just and the unjust. And so often we notice what we don't have yet, the prayers that aren't answered yet, and we forget to thank him for all the prayers that have been answered and all the blessings he has bestowed. So I hope that you will try one of these things this Thanksgiving. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber, there's a sign-up link in our show notes. Again, this is episode 198. And there's also resources in the show notes. There's a a book that I've written called Celebrate Thanksgiving with lots of ideas and recipes and crafts and the whole story of the first Thanksgiving. But there's also some other holiday and Christmas resources. So I hope you'll check out the show notes. But more than that, I hope you'll try some of these Thanksgiving traditions. God bless you. God bless your family. And have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. 
please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.